You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 41. Academic writing is just a series of small steps that add up to big results. So why is it so hard? And why can publishing be so anticlimactic? And what's the deal with all the imposter syndrome feelings? In this podcast, I'm sharing a peek into the academic writing life, warts and all. Stick around to hear musings on writing, publishing, book marketing, and all things scholarly. Let's figure out this academic writing business together. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. For this last episode of 2017 of The Anatomy of a Book, I wanted to go over my writing and publishing accomplishments. And this is something that I recommend that you do as well, because over the course of an entire year, you can just like forget all of the things that you have done related to writing and publishing. It's a really long time. And if you're not writing these things down or somehow cataloging them, you can sometimes think that your year wasn't as productive as it was. And you you can think like, oh, I didn't do as much as I wanted. But sometimes I think when you look back, you realize just how much you were able to do. So I want to talk a little bit about my process for doing this and um, encourage you to do the same. So what I ended up doing was I do keep a paper planner. And I started out my my list of accomplishments just by listing out all of the months of the last year and then jotting down what I could remember first. So what were kind of the major milestones in some of the things I did around writing and publishing? And then I went back through my paper planners for the last 12 months and um, looked through and looked at my to-do lists and ended up layering in way more things that I had done over the past year. So I recommend going through basically your records. And if you're not someone who keeps a to-do list or keeps um, any kind of record in this way, I would recommend starting at least jotting down when you've had major accomplishments. And you could keep this list digitally. You could keep it on your phone. You could keep it on a series of Post-it notes, whatever you want to do. But I do think that it's important to have this record. And now that I have this written down, I'm actually going to put it inside my planner so that I have kind of the record of the past year. And previously, I had been keeping like a research notebook. And I used to do this in my research notebooks or my dissertation notebooks as I would kind of catalog some of the things that I've been able to do. And it's a nice record of kind of the productivity that you have and the goals that you've set, what you're able to accomplish and what you're not able to accomplish. So a couple things to know about this last year before I launch into some of the things that I'm pretty proud of that I've been able to do is um, I did write weekly blog posts every week. So that's not something that I'm really going to touch on every month, but that was something that was happening. And also, I was on a plane at least once every month this past year, every single month. And that was certainly not intentional, but between work travel and my consulting travel, that's what happened. So I was traveling quite a bit, probably more than I normally do. And I don't know if that will continue, um, but it's just something I think that's really interesting about this past year. All right, so way back in January of 2017, I launched into the year with the very tail end of the writing retreat that I had started at the tail end of December 16 to work on this third book and to really get into it in a deep way and figure out what was going on and if I could actually do this and meet the deadline that was set for me. And um, I ended up writing over 100 pages during that retreat and got myself on just really on track with that book, felt really good about it. In that month, I also presented on my second book on blended course design at a conference. And also I had a white paper that was released connected to the work that I do at Oregon State. 
In February of 2017, I launched a virtual book tour, and I presented on The Blended Book at nine schools in three days. And this was super fun. Um, It was quite a bit of logistical work to get it put together, but I really enjoyed the experience, and it was a great way to talk about the book in a lot of settings without having to actually travel there. And it also resulted in quite a few bulk purchases of the book, which was great. I also presented a webinar on the blended book for um, an outside organization that hired me. And then I also presented some research that I was doing at Oregon State at a conference. So February was really about kind of meeting with people virtually and also face-to-face to to present out different research and also to promote the, the book. In March, I presented on writing and publishing at a school that hired me to come out and do that. And I actually did a series of presentations at three different schools over the course of a week. So they were on um, writing and publishing, grant writing, and then also I presented on the blended book during that week as well. Um, And then I had um, a presentation at a conference that month that I presented on the research unit, another webinar on the blended book. And then also I had a couple exciting releases in March, um, a New Directions volume that I edited starting like years ago, like four years ago, that finally released in March of 2017. So I started to promote that. And that book is on hybrid teaching and learning. And I'll link to all these things that I can link to in the show notes if anything sounds interesting and you want to follow up. Um, My first book on Rampage Violence Narratives also was released in paperback in March. So this was one of those things of like when it rains, it pours. I had so much going on that month. I was really excited that in April I wasn't planning on traveling. And then I decided to travel to celebrate the retirement of an English department professor of mine. So I had a short trip that month, but for the most part, I was home. And because of that, I decided to use April to do a 30-day writing challenge. And I will link to some different videos and things I did for this in the show notes. Um, But this was also something that was super fun. I worked on my book for an hour every day in the month of April. And although not all of that was writing time, I definitely felt like it moved the book forward. I got a lot of reading done. I got a lot of the profiles done um, that I interviewed people for the book. So April was great for that. And because I was traveling so little that month, it worked out really well. Um, And then I also launched um, the Anatomy of a Book podcast. So that also happened in April of 2017. Uh, The big thing that happened in May of 2017 is that I did another writing retreat. I set aside another 10 days to work on the book and really was just trying to do kind of a final big push to get it ready to go out to reviewers. And this was what it needed. So once this was done, I sent it to my editor and it started to go out for review. So that was a huge milestone um, in the book and making sure that it was moving forward. In June, I did uh, some more presenting on the blended book and traveled for that. And I also attended a conference Uh, the Textbook and Academic Authors Association Conference um, in Providence, where I um, presented on book promotion and also did some mentoring around social media for authors. And then I had a separate presentation um, about my research unit at another conference that happened in June. So lots of travel that month, um, but a really nice mix of book promotion and also working with people on their own book promotion as well, which was really starting to plant the seeds for the course that I released later on this year, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, In July, I had another presentation where I presented research from the research unit at Oregon State at a conference. And so there's a lot of dissemination going on this year because we had a couple of reports that were released 
one um, kind of at the last fall, and then we released another one this fall, which I'll talk about in a moment, that resulted in a lot of dissemination. In August, I did a presentation at a school um, that I was hired to consult with on book promotion and scholarly pipelines. So that was a quick trip that I took in August that was really fun. Um, And it was one of the first times I was presenting about book promotion live um, and not on kind of a webinar platform. So that was really interesting. September, basically the rest of the year starting in the fall gets really crazy in terms of writing and publishing um, and what I was able to do. So in September, uh, we released an 80 plus page research report for my work at Oregon State. And so that resulted in a lot of promotion, social media and otherwise conference presentations that are booked into 2018 and also webinars that we've been running to share out the results from that research. I also officially launched the How To Academia webinar series on writing and publishing, which I had been promoting since August. And the first webinar happened in September, and then I've had webinars in October, November, and another one in December, and those will continue through May of 2018. So that was a huge project that I was working on, uh, mostly in July, to get that up and running. Uh, I secured a contract for my fourth book, and this is something that I'm co-writing with two co-authors I'm really excited about. Uh, You will definitely be hearing more about it on the show, um, and I'll be updating soon because I was trying to get some of this done during December, so I'll be updating on that. And I also presented on writing and publishing for some schools in um, St. Louis. I was hired to come out and talk about scholarly pipelines and some other things and um, having, you know, productive writing and all those those kinds of topics. So that was super fun. But it made September very, very busy to have all these things happening at once. Uh, In October, I presented at a conference on journal publication because I'm the associate editor of a journal. So I um, presented on that with some other editors of different journals, and that was really fun. Um, I submitted a white paper that I'm still waiting to hear back about, but that was something I'd been working on with a bunch of co-authors for several months in 2017. So it was fun to get that submitted. And then I also did a webinar for the Textbook and Academic Authors Association on book websites and how to have kind of an online presence for your book beyond what the publisher provides you. So that was really fun. And that was a two-part series that I did in October. Okay, so November was nuts. And this is when I had to get super careful about my schedule because I had so many things going on. And this is why I pushed back the deadline for book number three. So you will hear. So um, the first thing is that I... um, released a research database through Oregon State, which I will link to in the show notes. And this was a huge project that we'd been working on throughout the summer. And it was a huge kind of amount of time for myself, my staff. Um, And so that finally was released in November. So that was really um, useful and helpful and just happy to have that off of our plates. Um, I also launched the Academic Book Promotion Toolkit in November, and this is my course on academic book promotion, and I will link to it in the show notes. I've definitely already talked about it here on the show, so if you haven't listened to that episode, feel free to go back. But that was a huge time commitment and a lot of writing, actually. So I do count that as a writing and publication accomplishment because the amount of writing it took to script out those videos and also to work on the ebook that I published with that course um, it was huge. And I think it's it's been really exciting to see people um, buying it and being excited about it and feeling like it's helpful to them. So I'm so glad that I did it, but it was a huge amount of work. Um, I also presented some of our research at a conference, and I also presented on the Blended Book at a conference as well. 
Um, I had some um, webinars, again, a separate set of webinars for the Textbook and Academic Authors Association on podcasting your scholarship. So that was really fun to talk with people about podcasting. And um, the other big thing that happened, uh, a couple big things that happened in November is I submitted the edited collection that I had been working on for OSU. This was one of two that I've been working on this year. The second one is going to be put in in January of 18. So the first one, we kind of wrapped up everything and that got submitted in early November. And then I also spent quite a bit of November working on the second edited collection as well and getting the second round of feedback back to our authors. So um, that I'll lead into in a little bit in December. But the other huge thing that happened in November was I finished the revisions for my third book and submitted those to my editor. So that was ginormous and huge. And that happened primarily because of a writing retreat that I took over Thanksgiving, which I also talked about on the show. And I'll link to that episode in the show notes as well. And that brings me to December. So what I have been working on this month are the final revisions for that second edited collection that I talked about that is going to be put in in January. So that was a huge um, slog this year to get two of those edited collections and my third book all wrapped up. Like that's been major accomplishment to do all those things. And then also this month, I have been starting the work on book number four with my co-authors. So I'll be updating again, like I said, on that soon because I've been spending part of my December um, kind of getting that launched and starting to draft that. So I'll have um, a quick update on that soon. So when I look at all these things, um, first of all, I know that I'm missing some things (laughs) because I can think back to like blog posts that I wrote to promote some of our research at OSU and other kinds of things that I've been working on here and there that um, just aren't making it onto this list. So there's a lot of things that are in the margins of all of this other work. But when I kind of look at all these things, um, it's amazing to me how all of this adds up. And if I had just looked back at the year without this list, I might have been like, oh, I wish I could have done more or, oh, you know, I didn't really do all that much. Um, But when you add it up, it's crazy how much that you can do in, in a year related to writing and publishing. And Um, You know, this is everything I've done with a full-time job and other kinds of projects on the side that I'm not mentioning here, like coaching training and other kinds of things I'm doing right now. Um, A lot of those things are outlined on my other podcast, You've Got This. So, you know, I think that it's kind of we underestimate our capacity. This is something I've written about before in one of my weekly essays. And um, I don't think we should make ourselves crazy. And I will admit that September, October, November were a little bit nuts for me in terms of everything that was kind of happening all at once. But when you have a healthy scholarly pipeline, this is what it looks like. You have stuff going on every month. There's always something. And in the slow months, that's when you're working on the writing to make sure that you're keeping things running. So I would love to hear about your 2017 writing and publishing accomplishments. Feel free to tweet at me at Katie Double underscore Linder or leave a note in the comments um, or somehow, you know, email me um, at contact at katielinder.work. I would love to hear the things you've been working on this year. And if you have questions about any of these projects, please feel free to submit those. I'm happy to answer them on the show. When I come back next time in the first episode of 2018, I'm going to be talking about some of my writing goals for the year. This is something else I think that's really important is setting these writing goals. So um, come back with me in a week or so, and we'll talk about how to set up writing goals for the coming year. I'm Katie Linder. Thanks so much for checking in with this week's episode of The Anatomy of a Book, and I'll be back next week with another episode. 
Show notes and transcripts for each episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at anatomyofabook.com. That's anatomyofabook.com. If you like The Anatomy of a Book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues. The best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast. Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called The Academic Creative that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn even more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.